Hey, lovely listeners, I just wanted to give you a heads up that we had some technical difficulties with this podcast, so as you get towards the end, there's these little skips in the sound, uh, but it should be comprehensible. So, on to the show! On January 8, 1935, in Tupelo, Mississippi, Elvis Aaron Presley was born. And unfortunately, on August 16, 1977, he died at the age of 42. This month, we will be celebrating, in quotations, Elvis Presley movies. Uh, My name is Joss, and I'm one of the co-hosts. This is Movie Theater Time Machine. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. And yeah, it's me. Uh, and so this is uh, this is Elvis Presley month. Today's uh, feature that we are going to uh, kind of dissect a little bit uh, is the 1958 movie. I believe it's 58. I think it's 58. Uh, King Creole. It was his fourth feature film. Um, it is in black and white, um, and it is not one of my favorites, but definitely one of his uh, better acted ones. And for the past two days, I've been walking around going, Crawfish! Oh, God. Crawfish. But the first word in the movie is turtle. Turtles. And I'm, I like turtles. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> is that a reference? Uh, the I like turtles is a, is an it's internet meme. I don't so know if it's a reference in the actual oh. yeah in the actual movie. I don't know because you said yeah. turtles and I like turtles. turtles and I was like, what what is that? Some does that you mean put, something? Put like skull makeup on and on a, a, a little boy and ask how turtles. Ask how you like you. Halloween and it's a uh, I like turtles. I like turtles. I was like wondering, <laughs> is he selling actual? Turtles yes. or yep. yes, um, not, not just tur- chocolate turtles. turtles? No, no, they're actually turtle soup. Yeah, it's actually seriously? turtles. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. People are gonna um, cook the turtles. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever had turtle soup? No, uh, I but must I be the only one who has. I've heard of it. It's pretty good. I've never it's tried. It's not bad. It sounds yes. really yeah, exotic no. and turtles yeah. are really chewy. <laughs> you can make mock turtle soup, which is basically just beef stew. Yeah, but yeah. Um, turtles are edible, um, and it's one of the things that this movie is based in New Orleans and. Especially during the early days of, um, you know, before industry and everything else, Norms wasn't necessarily a uh, a richy sort of place. Especially, no, um, no. especially and, Bourbon Street. Especially Bourbon yeah. Street. Um, and so, yes, vendors would go out selling their wares, and they would yell out in the morning, yeah. "I have turtles! I have crawfish! I have, you know." Vegetables. I have a cart and, of gumbo. And people would come up and and purchase them in the morning, just like I, a morning market. I want gumbo. Yes, I know you. Do. Yeah. Did they sing it? Like no, they the... didn't sing. I don't think uh, they did anyway. Well, that it... would be a way to get people's attention. Honestly, <laughs> maybe they did. It's funny. Before we started watching this movie, Josh said to me, "He's like, don't worry. This isn't like." Those beach movies where everyone just suddenly starts singing or anything. Don't worry That's about that. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. And was it maybe a minute and a half into the movie he starts singing? And I was like, crap, okay, and I'm I forgot like, about this one. He just turned to him like, you lied to me. There's, in this movie, there's generally good reasons for him to sing. Yes, mm-hmm. they, yeah. it, it's part of his, uh, yeah, it it's part of his job. Yeah. It's and, not like a musical where it's to, random. Yeah. Right. To be fair... At the beginning, it was kind of a diegetic thing. He was singing at the crawfish lady. Yes. Yeah. So, um, okay. That was a good song. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, yep, this is an Elvis movie. And uh, it also starred um, Carolyn Jones, Walter Matthau, Dolores Hart, and Dean Jagger. 
um, Carolyn Walter Matthaus still looked old. He's old no matter how <laughs> yeah. you see him. He's always going it's, to be old. It's, it's him Him and Jack Klugman yeah. are the same way. Like, no matter where you see him, they're old. They're old. Yeah. He was born an old man, <laughs> Benjamin Button. Yeah, um, and it's <laughs> funny because Jack Klugman and Walter Matthau played the exact same character. Oh, really? He was uh, Jack Klugman and uh, Walter Matthau played Oscar Madison. I'm going to say, wasn't oh, that the okay, odd couple? That's right, yeah, that's they, right. uh, Walter oh, Matthau was the original oh, odd couple. Um, yeah. Well, half of the odd couple. Yeah. <laughs> little little well, tiny bit of trivia huh. here. Um, yeah. In a lot of Elvis movies, you find uh, people are cast over and over again. So yeah. you'll see a person in one movie, movie, and then a couple years later, you'll see them in another movie. And I don't know if they were all friends. I never mm. really dug mm. into it. But Does Shark show up a few more times? No, but Dolores Hart, who plays Nellie, yeah. um, the innocent love interest, yeah. she's actually the love interest in the movie Loving You. Which huh. came out, I think, a couple of years before this one. Huh. Um, and after, I think it's after this one or maybe one other movie, she left Hollywood and became a nun. Huh. That's an interesting career yeah, trajectory. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And, wow. Yeah. You have, you have no... That went in directions. Yeah, I, I, she just, she became a nun. She was just done with it? I or? think so. I think she, she found her calling, I guess, and that was it. So it's none of our business. <laughs> nope. Oh. You're gonna hear me say a lot of random Elvis trivia because <laughs> I think I've been <laughs> Someone a little else needs to share it. a little obsessed with Elvis since I was probably around five. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, why? What, yeah, why I want, is it okay. I, really, I was I, gonna. I was gonna. Yeah, I'm, not gonna I'm not nagging. With no, it, no. Just we want to know why did you pick Elvis for, month? Yeah, for okay, a child for your the theme. 80s, the Elvis things a little All right. When I was different. around five, I don't know if anybody else was obsessed with Full House when they were like a kid. Right. I watched it. Okay, Uncle Jesse uh, was obsessed with Elvis. Yeah. And it was like my first introduction to him. And of course, my mother listened to a lot of 50s and 60s songs because she grew mm. up in 50s and 60s. So it was played in my household. Yeah. But it wasn't until I was in about third grade that uh, we were given a report to do on a famous uh, musician or actor. But we had to sit there and do our research. And a friend of mine teamed up. And we were given Elvis Presley. Oh, and that's uh-huh. when I started diving deeply into like yeah. his life. Yeah. And, I mean, I could keep going on, but there are so many Elvis references in so many different pop culture things. Yeah. Like, I was uh, watching um, a clip of a movie called The Commitments, which came out in 1991. It's an Irish movie. And I show, was showing it to a coworker, and there's an Elvis scene in that movie that I had forgotten about. Oh. Like, it, it's... He's so wrapped up in pop culture. Well, yeah, I mean, he... Like the Beatles. You know, yeah, Yeah, well, Forrest Gump taught him how to dance. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, how could... Right. You could but, forget okay, that. But that's another one. I even yeah. forgot about that. But hey, he was, in, he was in a random scene in Home Alone. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, he was in a random scene in Home Alone. Everybody thinks he's dead. He was behind his mom right. when he was up there. He was right, in right, the airport. Right. Yep. Everybody's like, that's Elvis. It's got to be Elvis. <laughs> All right, fair. Okay, yep. <laughs> yep. See, how could he possibly die? And, uh, I'm, through this cool. month, I'm going to randomly jump in and give random Elvis is alive quotes. Oh, please do. Because I got to say, I watched a bit of it, and I, do, I dove a little deep into it last yep. night. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, how are, I found one that... Elvis is still alive. He never left Graceland. He's in his 80s, but he's just an old man that trims the shrubs of Graceland now. That makes perfect sense. He's in the basement. 
Yeah, but there's like video of it, and there's this older fat guy who's doing it, and it's um, Good Mythical Morning is a show on YouTube that does, and one of the guys is like, look, you know, honey, look, he's wearing a shirt that says Elvis. How can you not be Elvis if you're <laughs> actually, not wearing an Elvis shirt? I'm, um, I'm pretty sure I actually heard that one before, yeah. as, as I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah, because, because... He scratched his face. <laughs> he just gives the universal sign of oh, life. Yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. Itch, itch. <laughs> uh. Did you try blinking? Because blinking shows that you're human. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about that one because Elvis is actually buried at Graceland. Yeah. Um, so technically, he never did leave. He no. never. No, he never did. That's yeah. the whole thing. He never left Graceland. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So him being the the gardener around his own grave is very very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a. Uh, I was reading more about. Did you ever hear what the gold? What the uh, the gold's fool loaf is? No. Uh, the uh, the sandwich kind of that is well close oh. yes, <laughs> but it's a sandwich which basically is a white bread roll okay. that is filled with uh, it's the takeoff of the peanut butter banana thing. Mm. Apparently, there's a restaurant in Colorado where supposedly Elvis brought a bunch of the Memphis Mafia to yep. go ahead and see this because he heard about it. Yep. And you know he had a it's a sandwich that's a a white bread roll. Well, big giant loaf that is got it's gutted out with a jar of peanut butter, a jar of um, of jelly, one pound of bacon, and a little bit of mayo. I'm so in for this. Yeah, mayo. And, and well, they use mayo as like a yeah. it's like a grilling thing. It yeah. actually makes um, the bread like uh, like buttery and toasty. Yeah, it and keeps it from yeah. getting uh, yeah. Too and it's supposedly yeah. it's like a, a sandwich, quote unquote, that like. Feeds thirty people. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's what it is. It's like Elvis. Like Homer Simpson's uh, yeah. Homer's trash sandwich. Yes. Yeah. The thing that makes me sad is that Elvis, for a lot of people, only ever remember Fat Elvis with yeah. the um, the jumpsuits, yeah. and he's kind of ridiculous and because he's in and the Spanglies, and he's in he's only in Vegas. And yeah. Giant else. sideburns and and giant oh. sideburns. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they, get, they get bigger. Okay, but there it, it makes me sad because that was the end of his life and it wasn't a very good end to his life. No. Was there, is there such thing as a young Elvis impersonator? Because they, when I you mean, see Elvis impersonator, sure it's always are, fat right? Elvis. Um, I Vegas have, Elvis. I have whatever. seen, um, I don't think I've seen an actual young Elvis impersonator. I've seen a lot of people who play young Elvis in like miniseries and yeah. mm -hmm. other types of movies that he's been in, but I have not seen a young Elvis impersonator other than um, there's one that did it that he was wearing a, a gold spangly jacket and I cannot remember I think it was probably one of his, the ones they wore to the uh, Ed Sullivan show hmm. um, that's the only real one I've seen and the, the pompadour type hairdo well, I mean, white jumpsuits, like, 70s Elvis is, like, an icon of Vegas, and that's where most of the Elvis impersonators are, so, oh, I mean, that's because for the most part, you're gonna see that yeah. version of Elvis as, plus it's, like, that much more iconic. Right. Yeah. It's, there's a reason for that, though. Like, you don't and have to really look like Elvis to look like Elvis, right. if you follow. Yeah. I will get into why the, the Vegas Elvis was... Um, good and bad, but I'll get into that later when we deal with another movie that we're going okay. to be watching. Um, but Bubba this is Hoka. this. No, we're not oh. watching Bubba Hoka. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've already seen it. I don't want to see it again. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank um, you very much. 
Uh, but anyway, now this is going to be dealing with the very beginning of his career. And at the very beginning of, of his career, he wanted to take his acting seriously. Yeah. Um, and he was damn good in he this. He was very good in this. He was damn good in this. Yeah. And it's not long after this that he stops trying. Yeah, he yeah. stops caring after a while, and there's a reason for it, and I'll get into that okay. later. But at, this is the beginning of his life. Um, that was Pod Dog. He's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Uh, I think Stop this is before he uh, before he joined the, the army, because yeah. he did join the army. Right. Uh, I believe in, I think in 58, actually. I think yeah. it was either 58 to 60 or 60 to 62. I can't remember Well, exactly. his uh, Colonel, um, I can't remember. Colonel Tom Parker. What yeah. a fuckhead. But yes. Yeah, I yeah, hear quite yeah. a bit about him, though. Yeah, yeah, Colonel Tom Parker was um, involved with this movie. Yeah, he always has been. He's, yeah. um, he's he, he was Elvis's manager. And yeah. uh, he didn't always make the best decisions for Elvis. Oh. Elvis was this young guy from like a rural uh, town who yeah. basically only went to Sun Records to record yeah. a, a album, or not even an album, a song for his mother for his mother's birthday. Yeah. And uh, Sam, uh, oh, what the hell, Sam, I can't remember Sam's last name. I'm not sure. One of the, the owners of Sun Records uh, heard it and asked him to come back to record an album, and that's how Elvis was discovered. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he wasn't... He didn't so it's go not too far off from the movie. Really? Yeah. No, honestly, that's kind of the way it was. He he did yeah. it for his mom. Um, he was singing in, like, gospel Sam choirs. Phillips? Yeah. Sam Phillips, thank you. Yeah. Um, he, he was singing in gospel choirs. He was very, very involved in church. Um, he grew up very, very poor. Yeah. Um, and he kind of grew up in the... Um, the black neighborhoods. Yeah. So he took on a lot of of their soul and everything and integrate it into his own music, um, which he I think he said it in uh, in an interview much later in his life that um, rock and roll was always there. It was just something that you know he, he used to call it rhythm and blues. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, it was just time. It was just time to build up to. Lesser known until the, the, yeah. you know they found a white guy who did it. Pretty, and that's it. That's just Pretty it. Much, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's like yeah. because because it scared yeah. rich white folk. Um, yeah, there were actually radio stations that would not play Elvis because they thought he was a black man. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, that's that's the very beginning of his life though, and then he kind of blew up into popularity. He started going to uh, to. Uh, fairs yeah. and things like that and then he started getting on TV and then he started wiggling his hips and then everybody was like oh my god he's making the girls like scared you know yeah. they're making the I, girls want to take their panties off you know getting, I gotta know in this movie is he he looks like a lot of times when he's singing he looks like he's really trying to restrain himself and not go thrusting think, all over the place I think he was. that's what it is though around this time frame um, they stopped filming him from the waist down. <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. I heard that. Um, he went, I think it was the Ed Sullivan show. He went on the Ed Sullivan yep. show yeah. the first time and yeah. he started, I, I think it was either Jailhouse Rock or something, but he was wiggling his hips and yeah. Ed Sullivan was like, we're not bringing him back unless he stops that and they started filming him from the waist down. Yeah. I can't picture and that being such a problem. Like yeah. when you later on you have Michael Jackson grabbing his yeah. but dick. But that's, that's the thing. In the 50s, yeah. with 50s teenage girls all yeah. flooding studios and like screaming and yelling. I want the D! Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want those girls to want the D. Yeah. 
there's a there's a great parody of it in a movie uh, called uh, Dewey Cox what the walk hard the yes. Dewey Cox story yes. is where he's singing a song called take my hand and the whole thing is that he's 13 years old but he clearly is a lot older <laughs> and he's singing take my hand and you're like we're talking about hands you know what hands are you know what hands lead to right hey I was wondering if the crawfish song was a metaphor with the sweet meat yeah, it was a good tune. Put it in your hand and watch it wiggle. <laughs> I don't think it's wiggles. The my brain. <laughs> you had your month. Shut up. I have randomly been walking past her, just like heading to the bathroom or the kitchen or whatever. I'll just turn and look at her and go, crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sad part is I know the song by heart yeah. I know all of these tune. songs by heart yeah, I know one word I know Crawfish <laughs> Turtles And Gumbo My favorite Elvis song is in this movie yep. Really? The song Trouble I love that song oh. Is it the one he sang in front of uh, The very first one he sings to he Walter Matthau He sings while glaring oh. at Walter Matthau Yeah, yeah. You look yeah. for Trouble You came yeah. to the right place Yeah that song That's Yeah my, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, it's like, this was one, I mean, I enjoyed this one a lot. I'm like, glad. I'm very a glad. Lot. This was like, um, I, I kind of expected like an older high school musical type. Yep. Yeah, kind like of. Fluffy. Yeah. This is so not but, fluffy. Yeah. It's Drama. Not, it actually had a damn good story. It was based on a book. Yeah. It was based on oh, a book yeah. called The uh, the Something of Bobby, of, of, uh, uh, Danny, of Danny, Danny Fisher. Fisher. Something of Danny Fisher. Yeah, it was based on a book. To Google. I yeah. will figure it out um, for you. Yeah. I wonder it was dramatic. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, I mean, if it was searching for Bobby Fisher, then it'd be about chess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe yeah. that's his brother that no one yeah. talks about. Shh, we don't <laughs> talk about Danny. <laughs> you mean Bobby. No, we talk about Bobby, we don't talk about Danny. We don't talk about there. his mom, who's obsessed with Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> But isn't there also, there was one point that I remember something like Elvis grew up and he had to work off his accent. Uh, I was kind of distracted like, by his accent. Like, he, like he had a, like a real slacky Tennessee accent and he wasn't understood, so he had to, he had to work, his, work it off. Honestly, I don't know about that. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Well, definitely possible. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, the book's called A Stone for Danny Fisher. A Stone for oh. Danny Fisher. Yep. Yep. Why, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything like, about a stone in this movie. A Stone for Danny Fisher yeah. is a serious early novel by Harold Robbins that looks at the effect of the Great Depression on a lower middle class Jewish family. Huh. I, I didn't it, have it anything didn't really to scream Jewish to yeah, me, but in 1952, it is set in the period up to 1944. Huh. And there's adaptations, King Creole. I didn't really see that in this movie, but no. okay. Well, you can kind of tell the. the the thing that bothered me about this one is usually you have a very good reason why the parent isn't working, like the parent's a drunk, yeah, yeah, or the parent is you know injured or something like that. We don't really get a clear reason why his father can't keep a job, but he, it being he part of the is that he drinks, but he stopped drinking. But it's it's I think and it's because it was the mother died. The mother yes. died three years previous, so he yeah. was either was really depressed himself, yeah. yeah, or the Great Depression just had very few jobs, which is completely true. There's yeah. nothing to say that this was set during the Depression. There though. isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I just it figured it was present day. It never gave a a definitive year. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't say so. It could That's true. theoretically. I mean, yeah. theoretically, yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think the dynamic was really interesting, and also with the sister mm -hmm. coming in, and some of the thoughts, like, by the way, like, you know this is a decent movie when you can get Kaz and I talking to the, talking to the TV. <laughs> okay. While we're watching it, it's like, you know, it's just like, oh. It's like, oh no, don't you go in there. <laughs> This is a bad idea. Don't do it. Oh, God. It's one of these like, types he's of... He's that old? Oh, wait. Oh, they're addressing it. Okay. It's it's funny because oh, yeah. you you kind of feel bad for him mm. throughout most of the movie. Wait, are we talking about Danny now? Yeah, we're talking yeah. about yeah. Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You feel bad for Danny throughout most of the movie because he, he doesn't have any real, like, any good fortune at all. No. Like he does, he cannot well, except win. Except for that singing talent. Except for the singing talent. His job for everything that happens to him, though, he makes bad decisions. Yeah. And bad things happen, and even though he learns from those decisions, they come back to bite him in the ass a lot. But yeah. Not all of it's his fault, because you know you got um, what's his face. Well, I mean, he's got he's got the nothing but good intentions. Uh, uh, Max, Maxi. Maxi. Yeah. 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 He's got nothing but good intentions, but the problem is the world doesn't, you know, Brought like good, good intentions. intentions. It's the good. road to hell, I say. Yes. Well, True. we can we can start from the beginning. The movie begins on Bourbon Crawfish. Street. Crawfish. Crawfish. Yes. Turtles. <laughs> and uh, he starts Turtle. basically singing to the uh, the people who are yeah. selling their wares in the street yeah. early morning, and um, it's the day of his high school graduation. Which it's the is, day of my daughter's birthday. It's a long-awaited <laughs> thing because he flunked the last year, mm -hmm. so he's a little bit older than everybody in the high school. So, so he's about nineteen. Oh, I thought it'd be like eighteen. Uh, yeah, Seven, between eighteen and yeah. nineteen, something like yeah. that. Um, he flunked out the year before, and he's you know his sister and his father. They're all very proud of him because he's going to be graduating. Mm -hmm. Like this is this is a good thing. Uh, He'll get his dad out of his depression. It basically gets his dad like up and about again. Yeah. Um, and Danny is like, he seems like he's a little bit proud of himself, but at the same time, he's just like, it's just a graduation. Right. Whatever. Um, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go to work. Yeah. And he goes to work in the morning and he works for, um, a few different places, but the one that we see is him sweeping up at a nightclub yeah. in the early morning. I was just wondering, how long is that shift? It's got to be short. He probably gets paid like... 20 bucks a day what would be like 20 bucks a day for doing work because he goes there after school as well yeah uh, so it's like he comes in he does a little bit of work in the morning to make sure everything's clean then yeah. goes to school and then after school comes back and does the busboy waiting table sort of thing oh, okay um and i don't think there was ever a real set schedule for him mm. um but he comes into work and there's a couple of obviously drunk guys with two obviously drunk women um, now it's kinda, like it's like eight in the morning. They've yeah, been there all night. Yeah, and that's when we we meet our first uh, female lead, Ronnie, um, who is definitely drunk. Yeah, um, and who is kind of being manhandled by one of the guys and. Danny yeah, definitely like that. being taken advantage of. Yeah. yeah, and it's insinuated that she's. Is supposed to be servicing him. Yeah. Servicing, take it the way you, it sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she obviously doesn't want to do it, but she's kind of forced to it because Maxie Fields said that she was supposed to do this. Yeah, she's kind of stuck. Yeah. And so... She, is he a mobster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Danny doesn't really like how she's being treated, and 
jumps to her defense, and instead of, like, being beaten by the two guys in the, uh, uh, in the club, he kind of grabs a bottle, breaks it, and basically holds her behind him going, yeah, come at me, bro. Well, it does it yeah. with two bottles. He's going yeah. to shake right. a couple it's, of bitches. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I like that line, though, is when, you know, they do, he sings a song, and he goes, like, okay, you know, do an encore album, okay? Like, yeah. Blair breaks it <laughs> all, like, my... now you know what I'd do for an encore. Right. <laughs> He's got some one-liners in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, a lot of my laugh really hard. I'm like, okay, that's fucking funny. He's sarcastic. Yeah. He's like playing this kid with that sarcastic. He's got a chip on his shoulder. But at the same time, he's just like, you know, yeah, this is life. So he gets Ronnie into a, into a cab, and uh, they have this really weird sort of flirt... Yeah. Uh, flirt. Oh, he and knows still, how to flirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. He flirts, and he, but it's also a relatively serious conversation. Yeah. And the cab driver brings him to school. And she won't let him go without a kiss, because this is 1950s, and this is what happens in these movies. Yeah. You fall in love with a glance, you learn their name, and you're in love, because that's yeah. what happens in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know your shoe size. We should be getting kids soon. Right? It's like, <laughs> um, so he, he he does indeed kiss her. Uh, first he gives a kiss on the cheek and his friends at school are all kind of ragging on him. So he's like, fine, screw it. He gives her a full kiss and then shoves her back in the, the cab and sends her on her way. And as he's walking into the school, one of his friends kind of rags on him, and so he punches him in the face. I don't yeah. know if they'd be friends. May all one of his yeah. classmates. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And so he punches him, and he gets into a fight on the last day of school. He gets dragged into the principal's office, and the teacher that has been teaching him for the, the year basically says, you fought on the last day of school, I have to flunk you. What that has to do with grades is beyond me. I thought it was because he was late. Even yeah, so, it is general attitude good. too. It's he was late, yeah. and he got into a fight, and, and this he had a bad attitude. Just kind of had it out for him. I yeah, think. Yeah. So. And the principal is just like, "Oh well, uh, I'm gonna yeah. have to go with her decision." And That's it's like, "Too bad, you're a punk." So it's like, since when does the teacher dictate you? But whatever. Right. Um, but that's when you kind of get the, uh, well, the backstory of Danny. I think that again, you know, like the principal, like I think it would have to go with it because okay, you let one person go, and assuming there's more, yeah. then it's like okay, well, you let Danny Fisher go. How come you have to flunk this kid? This kid has to go, and right. And anyway, I'm thinking of parent-teacher relations now. But it's like the parents would be on my ass. Like the parents don't even know they're there. To me, really. I would be like, you just want to get him the hell out of the school if he's this big of a troublemaker. Right. Why would you want him another year? Right. But, yeah. but then, yeah. you know, I don't make these decisions. Yeah, it, it is more punishment. Yeah, it is well, more the, punishment. The principal obviously cared about his development. He did. Yeah. He did. And he yeah. gets uh, he gets the exposition at this point, well, which is the whole... he'll get part of the clamp at Fortune in about six years. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon I'm like, this Mr. Drysdale. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's the, another reason I You're chose... You're going to Oxford, man. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason I chose some of these movies is because they're actual big names in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah it, it's true. But Morticia Adams in here is a love interest that definitely piqued me right away. Yep. I'm like, oh, wait. Okay, this is going to be great. At first, I thought it was Lily Munster. I'm like, wait, no, no. I did for a second, yeah, too. I, yeah. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. That's Morticia. Yeah. But seeing Morticia Adams, I'm like, okay, this is going to be nice. Yep. This is going to be really, really good. Ooh. 
Ooh. Eyes flying out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to cry. But yeah, that's, this is where we get the exposition. We get the... Um, his mom died three years prior. His dad can't hold down a job. The yeah. only person who is working... Yeah. Well, not the only. His sister also is working. But... He's the man of the house, basically, because his his father can't hold down a job. Yeah, I even say it, you know, it's like, well, somebody's got to hold down a job here, sis. Right, somebody's got to bring the money in. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he's been doing. So he's had a lot of pressure put on him. He's trying to go to school and work and keep the family afloat. And it's been difficult, and he's got a chip on his shoulder because of it. Plus, he lost his mother three years prior, and he misses her. So. He's also grieving. Yeah, and, and nope. Yeah, yeah. It's the late fifties. Nobody talks about their feelings at yeah. this point, so everything's just like bottled you know, up. Tamp it down, bottle it up, and one day you Move just on. explode. And well, the principal's yeah. willing to talk about his dead son, though. Right. So that's a little well, I mean, bit of the, pr- the principal is apparently a bit progressive, but you know, Danny Fisher isn't. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I've got to be a man about this. I've got to deal with this. And that's right. why he has such a hair, you know, a hair trigger temper. Yeah. Is because he doesn't have an outlet for it so well yep after uh after that after school he goes home because he's not graduating he tells his sister and his sister's like oh man like damn it i put up streamers what about the fight did the fight happen yet the fight already happened the fight happened in the morning no no when the shark with the knife oh that's right that happens right after this so yeah Yeah. he gets he's just having a bad day all around the the kid he beat up basically went and ran to his older brother and said this kid beat me up at school so he comes with his two friends uh Mo and Deaf Boy. Dummy. Um, yeah. They call him Dummy. I don't want to call him Dummy because no. that makes the, me I'm, feel bad. But that's the character's name. I know. That's the only name we get for him. I yeah. know. That's but the it's character's just, name, and I, 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 I do so believe bad. he's he's deaf because yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, because we were trying to figure out like, is he supposed to be like? I didn't know if he was if he, if he was, was just slow. Is he supposed to be was, like? But his handwriting was very 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 good. So I'm like, nope. I think he's just deaf. That's a good point. Yeah. And I believe he was reading lips the whole time. Yes. So, oh. um, yeah, so he, these two, well, these three guys come and they try to jump him, but Danny is a lot faster than they are, and he manages to take down Shark, who's the leader, real fast. And, of course, this is uh, Pokemon or, uh, this is, or this is Dragon Ball, Dragon Z, Ball Z, rules. Z rules where defeat equals friendship. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you so, kicked my ass. We're friends now. And so yeah. he's like, "Hey, oh yeah, you you're all right. Yeah, you fight dirty. Why don't you like come yeah. join us? We're gonna we're gonna pull something later." And Danny's like, "No, fuck you," and leaves. But later on, he he does in fact join them. But he goes before back that, because money. Before that, he has a fight with his dad. Um, his sister has this one's a less of a physical fight. Yeah, it's an argument. Yeah. Um. He comes home, the house mm. has been decorated, you know, they're looking forward to, you know, the celebration. Like, he comes yeah, home and says, I am not graduating, and his sister's like, oh, Danny, what the hell, you know, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to just do it again next year. And he's like, no, I'm not going back to school. And she's just basically like, I'm not fighting with you about this. Wait till dad gets home. Dad comes you home. You can fight with him. Basically, dad comes home and he's like... At first, kind of not giving away that he knows that Danny's been kicked out. Yeah. But then, kind of, you know, brought home ice cream and a, and a cake, and they're wow. celebrating. And uh, 
he does tell yeah. Danny, he's like, I already talked to him. What a silly thing that dad has to take notes to talk to his son. Right. <laughs> his dad seems like a really sweet, kind of bumbling type guy. Yeah. So Who doesn't know when to keep his damn mouth shut. Pretty when much. Comes up later. Yeah. Um, so, but you can definitely tell that there's animosity there because Danny just sees his father and he kind of just sees like a loser. Yeah. yeah. He just sees him as like. <sighs> He's a burden. Yeah, Dad, why are you not doing something? He lets people something? walk yeah. over him. Right. I mean, yeah. Like, like right. every teenager. Yeah. You just see your own parents and you're like, ugh. I don't want to be like them. But yeah. he, he does have a point. His father doesn't ever stick up for himself. Yeah. He, he allows himself to get His walked over. Well, yeah. when he's working in the pharmacy later, it does seem like he is kind of sticking up for him, but his boss is just not having it. His boss is just a dick. Yeah, yeah. but he doesn't know how to handle his boss. Probably hasn't worked in a while, but he has to go ahead. Danny has to come in and stick up for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a in sort of a way too, and just say, "Hey." He's he's actually know. got qualifications. He's, yeah. a, he's a licensed yeah. pharmacist, so this yeah. is you, they're well, not just run of the mill off the street. He has see, education, but, he, but he's yeah. also the new guy in that right. place, and he's yeah. trying to tell like the owner what to do. Yeah. It's like that's my not business, that, my rules. And I was, yeah. That's not how that works. And I was thinking maybe the fact that he's older, and the guy, the boss wanted a younger guy, means that maybe he think. He thinks the older guy's methods are out of touch or mm. something. Possibly. That's a good way to put it. Wow. Because I, I was thinking maybe it's the age thing. Like, he's like, you don't know how we do things nowadays. Yeah. Like, you're not right. as modern. We don't work that way anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's we don't possible. use Quicksilver anymore. Honestly, yeah. that's entirely possible. I saw it more as a, he has a little bit more knowledge about it. So maybe some of his ideas are still okay. Because he's more knowledgeable about some of these things, but yeah, he could definitely be out of touch. Or at least that's what the boss might think. Might think, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Um, but he finds out that yeah, uh, he's he's got he's up for this new job. Yeah. Which is why they're celebrating, because basically says, all right, you're going to school next year. You're going to stop working and you're yeah. going to focus on your grades. He's like, your grades weren't bad, but your attitude is. Yeah. So you're yeah. gonna sucks. you're gonna stop working, and you're gonna go to school. And Danny's like, um, no, I'm going to keep working, and I'm not going to school anymore. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and that's when he walks out, and he decides that he's gonna go join. Uh, join the gang. The gang, and you know, go through with the plan, which is to rob a five and dime. Ooh, which, ambitious. Yeah, seems- Seems a little How much uh, we have? 25 cents. You only took five things? Well, two and a half. Oh. <laughs> uh, but they... And it's actually kind of ingenious what they do, if you think about it. It's a very busy store. Yeah. And he comes in with a guitar and just starts singing and all the girls that are working behind the counter and all the people listening. We start getting the faces. You start get, you know, start <laughs> looking at him and he's, you know, a nice looking guy with a very nice voice and he's, he's singing to them. Playing pretty well. Yeah. And Even he, though he's playing pretty well in the original dub. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I showed him last night. We were watching. Um, I wanted to show him one song from uh, the '68 comeback special. Yep. There's mm. one song I really. It's one of my favorites. I wanted him to listen to it because all of these songs that you're going to hear in, in these movies are obviously pre-recorded. You know, they're obviously done in a studio. Right. And he's mouthing to them. Yeah, because the foley is not going to work. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. in, not in a place like that. No. no. In the 68 comeback special, it's live. Yeah. And I wanted him to hear a song that he sang live just to see what kind of like presence he had. 
Yeah. And it's it's one of my favorites. And if you... I've seen the 68 comeback special. So, I, I can understand, yeah. Um, anybody who hasn't, uh, who yeah. wants to just take a, a listen of uh, an actual Elvis song that he actually puts a lot of feeling into, mm. the song is called If I Can Dream. You can put it. It's on YouTube from the yeah. 68 comeback special. It's one of my I favorites. I sing it in the car when yeah. I drive home if I want to just distract myself. Mm. So, yeah. It's a very good song. Yeah. It is a very good song. All right. So this particular scene reminded me of one memory that I don't think I have ever shared on the podcast. Okay. But I, I'm going to give a little bit away of fantasy casting later. I had an obsession with Happy Days and Elvis. Oh. When I was very younger, okay. and I could not have an Arthur Fonzarelli leather jacket because I couldn't afford it. Aww. So I rocked a jean jacket and tried to do some Elvis stuff. <laughs> Is that why you were don't give it that? away? Don't give it away. So, but I, I was like, we would hang around this giant, this town of Somerset nearby. There's this park. Big red slide. Big giant red slide. Oh, all the God, kids would come speech. around. Yeah, all the kids would come around. So I'm like. I am doing like the Elvis with the lip quiver and like, okay, you want to let me go? Come on, why don't you just go ahead? So I go ahead, I'm trying to talk to, I'm trying to like talk to girls in this persona. <laughs> and you know, I'm doing this and this girl walks by at the top of a slide and you know, I'm like, why don't you go ahead? She looks at me like I'm really stupid, laughs and goes ahead of me. It was Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> You remembered my shirt. Yes. <laughs> he was like, what a dork. That's great. You don't first, forget a shirt with yellow dog Yeah, and we it. first started dating. She had a picture in her living room with a, with a dog shirt. I'm like, I remember that shirt. I started putting it together. I'm like, oh Way my up. God. Nice. We met before Fantastic. we met. And I just remembered this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hey, well, why don't you come on? Why don't you go ahead? And I, just, I don't I, remember an accent. But. Yeah, I tried. I think in my mind I had an accent, but I just like. Oh, I in tried. reality, maybe not. No. It's, in, it's entirely possible that we were at that, uh, that park at some point, too. My grandfather lived in uh, Somerset, and he yeah. would periodically take me to Pierce Beach, and I just remember the giant red slide, which is Woo! way less giant nowadays. Right? Yeah, but that walk up those damn stairs. Oh my god, oh. I, was gonna, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you kill yourself walking up the stairs, and you just thud on this and slide your way down slowly. I would go there with my cousin, yeah. and, like, he would go down first, and then I would, like, throw myself down immediately, so I'd, like, kick him right in the back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. I was gonna say, Greg? Greg. That makes sense. <laughs> and yeah, and Greg would always point out as we were driving there, we always passed Gay Street. And he oh it was God! The, and he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And if you know Greg, like I know Greg, that is Greg, that is a freaking scream. Right Greg there. farts rainbows. Yes, he That's does. What to say? I love, I love you, Greg. Seriously, I love you. That doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> um, so a lot of things that kind of come come together later on in life, like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just one of those. I when I saw this whole scene when he's like introducing himself to the waitress, and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. Like it's. Yeah. I think I've seen a lot more Elvis than I think I've done. I've seen. Honestly, that's probably. And true. I've probably listened to a lot more Elvis than I. I know I've listened to a lot of Elvis. Yeah. But it's just that that one story. I was saving that, and I remember that five and down where he's <laughs> singing. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that didn't go as well. <laughs> <Either>. <laughs> 
I played the long game in that one game, too. I guess so. <laughs> Planted the seeds early. She, she's just like, man, what a dork. <laughs> and you still are. <laughs> hey, I, I own it, Matt. Yeah, but you love him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Pinch your teeth. As Dan would say to me, well, you oh, didn't me. <laughs> yeah, I'll say to her, like, often, it's just like, well, I mean, you married me, so what's that say about you? Yeah. What, you didn't marry her? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I said I do. She said, yeah, sure. Oh. One of us cried during our vows. It wasn't yeah. me. I was yeah. trying to make him laugh because I saw a caterpillar crawling on the JP's book. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Yeah. Ah. I just wanted to break the tension because I thought it was way too serious. <laughs> yeah. like, the vows, yeah, it's supposed to be serious, but you... you you don't want that tension. We no. get married, you want it to be loose, you know? Yeah. You want it to be fun. And someone's going to put pie, not pie, cake in somebody's face very soon anyway, so. <laughs> I don't think we did that, though. <gasps> we, were pretty, we were pretty tame about we, it. We, I we mean, had we Transformers That was the cake. first thing yeah. we planned. It was like, okay, how are we going to shove cake in our face? I'm like, it, great, okay, let's figure this out. Our cake toppers were Transformers. Yeah, we had Transformers on our cake, and I walked down the aisle to uh, the Sims medieval music. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're fucking nerds, uh, and yeah. we know we it. Cut our, we cut our cake to, uh, uh, the, to City, City of Heroes, Heroes the, the, oh. uh, the intro, intro theme. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're nerds, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. We listened to K-pop at the wedding, too. I mean, trust me. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, you you had, um, what was the one you went down to? It was Take 5, David Brubeck? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. ZZ Top, Sharp Dress Man. Well, there you go. You know, that was, actually, that was good. I liked that one. <laughs> At the, uh, but this one, I, I just, I think it was funny the way when he, uh, what was her name? Ken? Nelly. Nelly, yeah. yeah. It just like, well, you know, can I, uh, meet you after work? Why? I'd like to meet you. <laughs> You're already there. I know. I, when he says, I want to meet you, and I'm thinking, he means M E A T. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah, especially what comes out. Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering why she's got such a crush on a guy who just helped rob a store. And she noticed 50 it. Something. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, yeah caught, she caught it flat out. She yeah. knew. She caught it flat out, but she didn't like. She didn't, she didn't like her job anything. enough. She's like, ah, screw it. Maybe yeah. she's an early hippie, and she's like, screw the man. Could be. Could be. Damn the man, Joe. Just, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think the dynamic with the two of them is a little... It's, it's It shows, believable. like, the innocence. Yeah. You know, the whole... I, you actually like kind of see him... I like you more than any boy I've ever known. I've known you an hour. Uh, I like you more than... <laughs> but it's the whole thing. It's like, right after... Uh, when she gets out of work... Um, well, he, they, they divvy up the money... Yeah. That, uh, that they pawned all the stuff for... And Shark gave them ninety bucks. Yeah, they yeah they got ninety five dollars, I believe. Yeah. And they only I remember Shark only gave Dummy five dollars. Five bucks. And yeah. that pisses Danny off. Mm -hmm. So he basically takes money from everybody else and oh. hands it to Dummy and makes sure Dummy gets paid. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Dummy later on helps him because yeah. Danny did yeah. something nice like, for you him. You looked out for me. Now I'm going to look out for um, you. Yeah. So after that gets split up and Danny's like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. He didn't like how made him feel. Uh, he meets Nelly after work. And yeah. brings her and brings her oh, to God. a motel. Oh, because God. because oh, you God. are 17, 18, 19 years old and subtlety is not your game. Alright. I worked <laughs> in the hotel industry. Mm -hmm. And if anyone ever did that where they walk in and just talk to the desk and like, 
where's the party? You know, where and it's also where the party's gonna. If they ever just did any of that, first of all, it'll take forever to book a room. Right. And a lot, a lot of the front desk do not book rooms on site. Right. So yeah, she's gonna figure out what you're doing. Yeah, right and quick. just kind of figure it out and all that. But then again, that front desk person would be fired immediately. Mm. And granted, CD stuff probably goes on in hotels that. Yeah. Oh, I know it does, in, yeah. especially in like, um, like. Yeah. Lower. No, well, anywhere. Motels. Yeah, anywhere. It's just, you <coughs> yeah, know, general seedy stuff. But yeah, no tell, no tell. But that, yeah, like that is, oh, my friends are late. You need to look at her face. Like, I have never done this before. Right. Oh, she's so terrifying. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. And, and it, it, I told yeah. Dan's like, he's getting real rapey here. And I'm yeah. like, he never touches her. So he Lisa's that. Her, but it's still. He, but he that's empty. what she's thinking. Right. And yeah, he implies. He implies, but then he feels guilty about it. Yeah. Because he realizes that she she starts to cry because she's like, I like I've never so done much. this and I like yeah. you and I, I don't know what to do right now because yeah. I want to do this and I don't want to do this. And then he feels guilty about it and so they leave. So basically he tosses 20 bucks on the table and loses it immediately and nothing happens. Yeah. Um, she walks her home and she does give him a, a good night kiss. And it wasn't a bad one. No. Yeah. She gives him an I want to see you kiss. again. Oh, I'm kind of busy. Right. Like, <laughs> I got life stuff going on right now, so we'll see what happens. And I think it's just like, I'm kind of busy. Like, well, you did. I didn't get any, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of good. I'm wondering, though, um, overall, what was the point of the love triangle? I think it was supposed uh. to do the, the whole, you've got two aspects of, mm. of women, specifically. You have the, the cougar and the innocent. A little bit, yeah. You've got the the loose and the innocent, and there's always that uh, that devil angel oh, on your shoulder like type a, thing. There's a touch of one in the other. Like Ronnie doesn't want to be what she is; it's just what she became. And then Nellie kind of does want. She wants a little to do bit of that, that. She does want to do things, but she's also the good girl, and you have to, you know. Right. Symbolism. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. one of those, it's those, yeah, he, he, used, whichever way he chooses is going to diverge him onto that path. You think in the original book it had anything to do with the Depression era setting? Like maybe the author is making a point about Probably. relationships oh, at that time? I mean, Let's see, we also don't know how much different it is from right, the original book. Right, from the book. book. Yeah. The yeah. I never read the book. Just the description that I saw seems real different. It, yeah. They might have just added like the names and yeah. still had like a mafia thing going. Yeah, like and, how, like how the difference between Jurassic Park the book and Jurassic Park the movie yep. is some names are the same. That's about it. Wow. And there are dinosaurs. Yeah, there are yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. But uh so after that he uh he ends up going to work, I believe. And yeah. Yeah, well he he heads home first, yep. but then you know, yeah, he ends up getting uh, I think yeah. Then he ends up going to the to um, the club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's over at um, he's over at Walter Matthaus Club first. Right. He's at there. Yeah. And, he's um, doing the busboy stuff. Yeah. And that's when not only do we meet uh, Maxie Fields, who is Walter yeah. Matthau, but um, we kind of get the gist of what's going on. He's busting tables, and Maxie walks in, and so does Ronnie. Yeah. And hey, he's, he's looking at Ronnie. Hi. Ronnie's just kind of glanced at him and. I don't know you. I don't. Yeah, I don't know yeah. you. 
And why, yo, why is he, why is he staring at you? Why does he, yo, and she's yeah. like, well, uh, she tries to like blow it off, but yeah. it's obvious that she sees him, he's like, I, I heard him sing. Yeah. And that makes Maxie intrigued and still kind of pissed off because she, he's looking at, you know, his woman. Yeah. she's property. But she says he loans her out, so how can he be that jealous? Because these are people Because it's on that his he, terms. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah. He does say he doesn't like to lose right. or have yeah. things taken from him. She's, she's his possession, so he can you know, let yeah. someone use his possession, but the possession comes back to him at the end. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, he even he's said that, it later on. He's like, you know, I, li- I don't like losing. If I can't have something, I want it back, and I want it back at all costs. Right. And, you know, that's when, you know, Danny walks out and uh, goes to the King Creole Club after singing a phenomenal, He's phenomenal, by phenomenal the version. owner of Yeah. The well, King sing King. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sing. And I've seen this, like, a, I think I've seen this parodied before. Probably. Where he's like, yeah, you sing. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. What's sing your, me a number. What's, yeah, what's your name? I forget yeah. what he calls him. Yeah. Uh, Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. Caruso, the busboy. Caruso. And that's when Elvis sings Trouble, which, yeah. again, my favorite song. While glaring directly well, at Walter gl- Matthau yeah, well, gl- yeah. basically openly saying, I'm going to punch you directly in the face. He's basically kind of showing him, like, look, motherfucker, I can sing. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And that's when, you know, uh, Maxie kind of just looks at him and he's like, all right, got to yeah. eat my words. Yeah. You're telling the truth. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm done. And he and, quits. Yeah. And Ronnie doesn't get punished this day. Yeah. yeah. He quits, it's, and that's when he meets... Um, uh, oh, true. No wonder why she recognizes him. He saw him from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's how I know him. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that's why Nellie wants to see him again. She knows I like eggplant. you more than I've liked you before. She knows the eggplant when she sees it. <laughs> 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 But that's when we get introduced to, um, oh, what the hell's his name? The other club owner. Oh, oh shit. God. The old guy is dating his sister. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. half his age. The King Creole. Hang on. Got well, he's not much older than us. He said he's, he's in his like, 40s. I thought he said 40, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. he was around 40, too. And, For, uh, and she's 20. Loved, Charlie yeah. Legrand. Yeah. Char- Charlie, Charlie Legrand, who's played by Paul Stewart. Yep. Um, Charlie basically comes up to him and he's like, hey, I run the King Creole. Um, it's, it's a dying, basically it's a dying club, yeah. but, you know, I want good talent and it could probably help me out. Right. Yeah. I, if you sing for me, I'll pay you and, yeah. and we'll go from there. And at first he's like, a week. personally, he's like, no. And then he thinks about it and he's like, well, okay then. Yeah. And he goes. Yeah. And he, he's a massive hit. Yeah. I like the scenes though, where he's like, look, invite me to dinner. Right. Invite me to dinner. I'll clear up things with your dad. Let's try. He's like, well, no, he's not going to like that. Well, hey, you know, can't turn down a free meal. Right. On, which, now thinking that this was, you know, in the Depression era and he's got a dying club, he probably just wants a meal at first. Exactly. And just try to get his way into a meal and mm-hmm. then, like, decide. He's like, okay, if it's a no, I ate something. Right. Now, I, was yeah. still, I was still fed today. Yeah. So now if it's the Depression, that would have been, like, the, like... Early 30s, right? Yeah, well, 30s, basically the 30s entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's split the difference, call it 1935 if this is in the Depression. Yep. He'd be getting 85 a week. Yes. Let's calculate that. He would have been paid $1,599.47 
a week. Oh my Fucking god! Fucking hell! All the right, equi- that's the equivalent today. How that does is... a club owner okay, afford so, that? Okay, so put that in 1958 money. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what that is. Yeah, you now you're gonna be curious. Huh? 1958. Calculate. Still not awful. $758.23. 20, still good. Shit. Four yeah. Still not. That's awful. Still really. Still really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was probably one of the, uh, I think one of the first songs that he sings, um, Dixieland, uh, yeah, um, Dixieland Rock, I think is, I don't know if it's a Dixieland Rock, he does actually sing the Dixieland yeah. song in a movie that we're going to be watching in a few weeks, really, yes, um, oh, what the hell is the name of it? Well, that one, where the way that one was shot, it's like, you could see where, he clearly isn't singing, but they don't right. really have the direction totally cleared up, so his right. hands are over and he's clapping, but he's covering his mouth. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, he's, and he's like, it's like he, he wants to do the hip shake. I yeah. know, but he's but restrained. He's like, he's he's like, restrained half, he's like half doing ropes. it, then you see him like catch himself and stop. <laughs> like, he just kind of like jerking around. <laughs> I'd hate to see how he poops. I, like, I want to bring up something about uh, this, the club that they're playing in, and his background, uh, his background um, uh, singers and uh, and band. Uh, the backup band that's playing in this, and pretty much every other movie you're going to see, except for possibly. Um, Is it the, the Memphis Mafia? No. It's oh. the Jordanaires. Oh. Uh, they were Elvis's backup group for years. Really? Um, until they stopped, uh, I forget, before the 68 comeback special, they had stopped working with Elvis. Elvis had different guys, and again, this is all Colonel Tom Parker's bullshit. But uh, they had stopped working with him, and then during the 68 comeback special, uh, it was really like an intimate little thing that would, that actually kind of blew up. Um, and the Jordanaires are actually with him for the first time in years huh. on that stage in the 68 comeback special. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you'll, in a lot of the songs that we're going to hear in the upcoming movies, you're going to hear similar backup people singing. The the voices are going to be very familiar because that is the Jordan Ayers back in huh. the Does Crawdad Lady come back? No. Uh, no. She was pretty... I, I liked they, her. They had a good uh, harmony they going. Did. I liked her and I gave her a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> you did? <laughs> uh, no, she, she unfortunately does not. Um, in fact, I believe we in the ones that we're going to watch, uh, there isn't going to be a, a female person singing until the third movie. Okay. Um, Intriguing, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, he sings like again. I can't remember the song, but uh, he sings a lot of songs. He sings a lot of songs, and it's a Dixieland something. It but is. I don't know the actual name of the song. Um, but he's he's a big hit. And major, yeah, major, major he, hit. Yeah. He brings people in, um, and the club starts like really rocking, and that makes Maxie Fields pissed off because bus boy back. Yeah, yeah. he wants he wants his bus boy. He wants his cash cow back, essentially. Dixieland so, Rock yeah. was the oh, name of the song. Yeah. There's another one that he sings in, uh, one that we're going to be watching. That's another Dixieland song. Yeah, the uh, it is Dixieland Rock. Yeah. yeah. What is Dixieland? I know it's a reference it's to the Dixieland south. Dixieland is like, the south, isn't right? it like yeah. Texas? 
Yeah. Like Texas, New Orleans. Uh, like I assumed it was somewhere near the Mason Dixon. It's I'm the assuming, yeah. the Mason Dixon line, but south of it. So it's Louisiana, Mississippi. What's the area. Mason Dixon line? Is that between north and south? Yes. Yeah, it's the line that separates the north and the south. Okay. Yeah. In general, and um, that um, there's actually it's unrelated, but since you mentioned it too, there's um, uh, Stephen Fry has a special where he has a series where he goes in five parts and zigzags across America. Huh. And there's a great one when he goes to the south and asks somebody randomly where the De Mason Dixon line is. <laughs> oh, come on! And like this guy is like so southern. <laughs> like that's where the subtitles turn on. It's like I think you need the subtitles to hear him. And then you just keep moving. He's like, here's the line. He's like, there's an actual line, and there is. There's an actual mm -hmm. line that says the where it is. It's interesting itself, but I, and, you know, you see him build, and you know, I think. Um, not to take too much away, but I think this is where, isn't this where Nelly comes back in yes. as well? Like, yes, um, because he takes Nelly, he basically goes uh, after work, picks her up from work, and takes her on a boat ride. Yeah. And yeah. shows her, oh, yeah. shows his, her old his old house, his home. Yeah. And he basically does this, and I think it's supposed to show like yeah. how comfortable he is with her. Like yeah. he, he can show her this vulnerable side of Nelly. Because he knows that she's not going to judge him or make fun of him for yeah. it. And I think that's where it's part of the love triangle kind of really starts. Because it mm. shows that he actually does care about her. Yeah. But yeah, he's just let, not let, sure if it's like love or, or be, friendship be, or whatever. But Let's be fair, Ronnie would probably tease him. Yeah, if, if, Ronnie yeah. would probably kind of be like, really, that's it? That's your house? Pretty much. And I think it's because, yeah, he trusts her. Come on, let me show you my house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's this is the kind of the turning point in their relationship because this is kind of when she becomes his girlfriend. Yeah. And they start talking after about a month or so, start talking marriage. Yeah. Which is not that it's not that out of the ordinary. No. It's not. I, I can't. Not no, enough. not not at that point. No. no. After like only a couple dates. Yeah. Well, a, a month goes by. Yeah. He, he works at the King yeah. Creole for about a month. So you gotta yeah. assume they went out a few more times. Yeah, that they probably went yeah. out a, a lot, and she's been. They probably you know, had sister. like five days. Yeah. I know, right? But he's oh. met his sister and yeah. his father, and yeah. his father's still working at the uh, at the pharmacy, and he's still being berated, and. And you know, at that time, at that that era, and for a while too, it wasn't uncommon to be able to marry after a while because you had similar social circles and oh, yeah. sort of similar people, and it you was, sort of knew each other. It was more convenient yeah. than than anything else, and after you hit a certain age too. Yeah, which, I mean, hey, yeah, my be Christmas cake. Yeah, my parents mm met on uh, June. June 9th, 1983, and they married September 7th. Hmm. That seems so quaint. I know, right? Yeah. We took 11 years, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, we met in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. We've yeah. known each other a really long time. Yeah, it just, well, it just naturally fell in. I mean, I think we, but I think, you know, at that point, like, they knew of each other to help. I mean, my, um, my dad knew my my uncle Tony, my mom's brother, mm -hmm. well before they knew each other. 
because they, you know, my uh, my uncle was um, was a part of another family with her birth mom, her birth dad, and then was in a foster home for a while. So they never knew of each other. Okay. For a while, eventually, it's like, oh, yeah, my, 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 yeah, this guy, Tony, I was like, Tony, he's been the UPS driver for 20 years. Like, wait. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just, that's still funny, but it still goes to show you after a while, like, and especially during that time, you know, it's assuming this is, well, it's New Orleans, but still, it's a smallish town. Right. City, so to speak. It's not in no way near internationalized like it is now. No. So, yeah, it makes sense. When did it get to be such an international place? I mean, when when tourism became really vital. Well, it it sort of was because you had the, in New Orleans, you had the... um, Mardi Gras. Well, you had Mardi Gras, but also you had the the shipping industry there. And the French Quarter. And the French Quarter, which also, that was a huge part in the 1800s, like... Mm -hmm. Um, with why that we even got Louisiana in the first place. I would like to go uh, yeah. to New Orleans, it was but, purchased? I, don't, but yeah. I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> yes. Go during, go during. I don't know that. if I want to go during Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to go just to go. Yeah. You know, like I want to go check out I, those above ground cemeteries. Yeah. I want to go and just take in the sights, but I don't want to be there at Mardi Gras because I don't want to get pelted by beads. Yeah. I want to go to Anne Rice's house. Yeah, and then yell at her because she's like, I don't want to go to Mardi Gras because hell, I want to keep my shirt on. <laughs> I want to go to Mardi Gras. Okay. I'll keep my shirt off. Okay. All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my shirt off, too. There you have it, folks. See how many beads we get. <laughs> we can Is share it? the beads. Aww. See, we can go to Anne Rice's house. We'll jiggle and rattle together. We can go to Anne Rice's house and just, like, shout criticism of her books because she cannot handle criticism uh, at all. Didn't she get offended by uh, fanfic? Yes, oh, probably. Yeah. Deeply uh, offended. Probably. And she can't take criticism of any kind. Like, if anyone is even remotely critical of any of her novels, she goes off on them. It doesn't take four page, 20 pages to go ahead and describe one scene. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> this, is, this goes double for you, Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah. wordy I got, motherfucker. I got some bones to pick about Dolores Claiborne, yeah. specifically. Yeah. Hell, I read The Stand, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> there was a great joke at one point I just gotta bring up is where sharks were like, coroner's Danny is like, hey, you gotta come meet Maxie. Mm-hmm. Come on over here, and Kaz makes the wonderful joke we're going to Maxie Pad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that as Maxie's pad. I just. Yeah. Making a maxi pad joke and p- pad as yeah. in the house. Yes. Yes. Oh it my god, work. I was cleverer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, I made a funny and I wasn't even really aware. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I was just being crass. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, I think that's where we get the the talk about how Maxie doesn't like to lose things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, hey, I don't know what's name. I want it back. And Danny's like, nah, I'm cool, thanks. That's mine. And leaves, and um, this is where we get into some of the trouble, because Danny also goes by his father's work, because his father refuses to go to the club to see him sing. Yeah. His father doesn't want it, he doesn't want him doing it, he doesn't approve of it, and his father continues to work, and Danny goes into the pharmacy, and he still sees his dad being berated, and he basically just like I've had enough of this he goes to see Shark and he's like 
all right, we, we gotta, yeah, we gotta teach him a lesson. Yeah. So, uh, mm. we're gonna, we're gonna basically jump him. We're yeah. gonna jump him, and you can steal the next deposit, and you can keep it, and uh, rough him up a little bit, but teach him a lesson, essentially. Like, the initial plan was to rob the boss. To rob the boss. Right. And, uh, and just to teach him a lesson, and... It's raining that night, and uh, like the boss yeah, basically is like, well... Finally he, does something decent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, for a moment, you can kind of give Shark credit because it was to go after the boss. Right. But then Shark, when Shark realizes that it's not the boss, it's actually Danny's dad, and he just says, fuck it, we're doing it anyway. Right. That's, gonna, That's you know, this is going to be some blackmail. It's just like, oh, and Shark is... A right. complete douchebag. Yeah. Mm. Um, yep, so Danny's dad not, gets robbed, and they club him in the head. And Danny, right before this happens, Danny tells him, no, I'm calling this off. Yeah, I'm not, not doing, doing it. Yeah. And they were like, well, too bad for you. No, too bad, um, we're doing it anyway. But I, and oh. he watches them club the guy and then realizes that it was his father. Yeah. Um... And his father is in very bad shape. Very, very bad shape. Um, they essentially kind of crushed his skull, is what it yeah. seems like. He gets he needs, clobbered pretty much into a coma. Yeah, he, he needs he, special surgery. He needs mm -hmm. a brain surgeon to come in and fix the damage. And it's going to be a few thousand dollars. And um, Man, if only. Right? And right. He's, he's like figuring out, like, we'll, we'll pay with for A few thousand decent insurance now, and you're already paid a few more thousand just to have the insurance. Right. Yep. Other countries are laughing at us. Oh, okay, yeah. Big time. Uh, but, you know, Fucking he's, insurance. He's like, we'll figure out how to way to pay it. I'll figure it out. And then suddenly this brain surgeon kind of walks in, and he was like, I was on a date, but... Mac, when Maxie Fields calls, I answer. Yeah. And he goes in and he takes care of uh, his dad. Dad makes out of surgery okay. And he's basically like, okay, I'm just going to go paid by Maxie now. And you can see the wheels turning in Danny's head at this yeah, point. Yeah, just like, oh, oh, crap. And then, uh, yeah. So he's still yeah. in at the, uh, at the King Creole. And he's been there for about a month at this point because four weeks pass. And I think also, just to back up a bit, like, one of the things I liked was Elvis's acting at the point where it's like, okay, he's playing the guy, you know, the, not like a womanizer, but he's no. playing like the playboy type and friendly. Right. And, you know, he's type, but he seems uncomfortable. Yeah, with. but he's also, he's playing like, he's playing a guy who's going to get all the women because he is that guy, like... And then, you know, where he's like, all of a sudden, he's really sad for his father. And he's crying. And he's crying, and I'm like, oh my god, he can act. He can act. Yeah. And it's unfortunate he can act. because it's, yeah. it's going to go away after It's going to go away trying. pretty soon after yeah. this. Because um, yeah. he, he basically learns that he doesn't really need to. Yeah. Well, he ends up hating the movies he makes, but yeah. we'll go into that later. Um... Mm. Yeah, he. And the, that's the sad part about this is like he's actually a decent actor. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. Obviously he, had the chops for. Yeah. It. Um, yeah, and I felt I, this is where actually I fell into it. Like, I fell into the movie deeply because I'm kind of feeling bad, and I can understand that. And mm -hmm. you know, I mean, your dad in the hospital, and I had you know my father in the hospital at one point in time, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to carry on work or just mm -hmm. do, do do my. Dig, you know, just live my life, right. and you know, still have that in the back of my head, so I can, I get it, you it's know. So it, it's home. 
It's real hard to focus when a loved one is is, like, is hurt. Yeah. hurt and injured. Yep. Yeah, it hit home really bad. Yeah. Time. time goes on. Yeah. He's still working at uh, yeah. still working at the Creole and um, his dad's about to get out of the hospital. His dad's yeah. made a full recovery. Everything yeah. seems to be going well. And that's when he gets the call to go visit Maxie Fields. Yeah. Um, Does what Maxie wants, Maxie, Maxie gets. gets. Yeah. He's, he's about to basically twist the knife at this point. Yep. Yeah. So he shows up. Bastard. And uh, he walks in. It's not Maxie who greets him. It's Ronnie. Yeah. And... And Ronnie. At first, it seems like she was the one who called him, but we learn. We learn that that's not true, and that she her job right now is to basically seduce him and uh, get him to uh, basically to have a little blackmail on him. Yeah. Like, okay, you seduced me. You're supposed me. to be here for a few hours. Right. So she's like, Shark's, let's just Shark's supposed to time time you. How long you get? How long you're here? Smoke some cigarettes, just talk, yeah. you know, just dance, yeah. whatever. We'll do whatever, just to pass the time. Yeah. But um, because supposedly, um, because if she doesn't do yeah. that, she's gonna get in trouble, and she's basically yeah. gonna get a beating. Yeah, and she doesn't want to get beaten. She's tired yeah. of it. She's tired yeah. of Can't living under his thumb. No, I mean, and the grumpy old man is just uh, is is drunk in the in his room. Right, he's passed out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like how she keeps calling him the pig. Yeah, I keep looking at his chest. And, and then hoping, I'm, and then he just keeps right on breathing. breathing. Yeah, that was a good line. Yep. That was a good line. Like, wow. Mm hmm Bam. Yep. Yeah. And eventually they end up sitting, I think she's sitting and standing or whatever, but they end up kissing. Yeah. yeah. And then they start kissing is when you find out that Maxie's been awake this whole time. Yeah. Uh, it's like, don't let me interrupt. Yeah. This whole it's playing the whole time. Yeah, yeah th this one got me because I've had this happen before where somebody's just had a gangster's. No, <laughs> no, no, but no, where it, it almost happened with me saying, "I'll take care of you. Sign this piece of paper. Don't worry, I'll fill it in all later." Oh, that. Do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good lord. Yeah. It doesn't say anything now, but don't worry, I'll fill I'll it, fill in, it later. in later. Yeah. And she's like, "Don't do it. Don't do it." Yeah. And. He's you can like, still walk away. And he's like, well, wait, wait till but, your father finds out, you know, yeah. what, what you did. It'd be a shame if he found out. And you know. so, in order to basically keep keep his life okay, yeah. he basically signs the piece of paper and, you know, agrees to quit working at the Creole and start working at Axie's place. Right. And, and because we can't, you know, talk to each other... No, because talking doesn't work. He doesn't explain to Charlie what's going on. Right. Because... Charlie knows Maxie Fields, has been in this business a long time. If he had just said something to the effect of, Maxie got me. Yeah. Yeah. Char I think Charlie would get it and would try to help him. Right. Yeah. You know, Instead, but he doesn't. He, 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 just it. And he doesn't think of going to the police the yet. Or something. Yeah. At some point, he says, I'll. Uh, that's his dad, actually. He's like, I'll go, to, to, go the to the police. Yeah. So nobody he, even he, thinks of that. He doesn't yeah. seem to know as a bad eye. Well. Maxie Fields owns the police. Yeah. Yeah, I figured that's, that was That's what I was going to say. Like, New uh, Orleans okay. is very mafioso anyway, and it's very understood that some things you just don't call the police for. Yep. Yeah. Like, like Ronnie if you, says yeah. at the beginning, he yeah. owns the police. What would yeah. oh, okay. do? Yeah. Yeah, that if you, if you go, if you, like, if something seriously heinous happened, fine, but if you, like, 
you lost your wallet or something. Like, well, where were you? I lost my wallet in this nightclub. Well, that's true. Yeah, or uh, that's while sucks, the man. while the police are grabbing that wallet and thumbing through your credit cards, and you're yeah. all, well, sorry you had that situation. Well, that's a shame. Stuff builds yeah. pocket. Yeah, so it's yeah. He's, he's he's stuck between you know a, a legit rock and a hard place. He doesn't really have a choice. He, he, there is no choice in the matter here. It's either. I mean, cash trade. Fucked if you do. Fucked if you don't. And that's when uh yeah that's when his dad goes to talk to Maxie, and that's when we have the scene where Maxie tells Father what he did. Yeah. I do I do like the fact that as he's heading there, uh, Dummy stops him and gives him the note. So yeah. He's like, be careful, your dad's in there. Yeah. Like, you did me a solid, now I'm doing you a solid. Your dad's, yeah. your dad's in there. It was a good unspoken... Be careful. The unspoken lines when they're looking at each other. It's like, Dad, you okay? Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Block. No. Shit. You know, oh my god. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I... It was an accident, It was an accident, Pa. Pa. I, I didn't mean for it to happen, and his father is just not kind of doing the whole I have no son. Just yeah. throws him with the hell. Yeah, just, uh, but I was saying a word, too, which... Yeah. Yeah. My parents have done that where they punish me and they don't say anything, and yeah. that's like... That was... That's uh, deeper. That's deeper than having words. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. That, disappointment. Was, that was a thing that happened in my head, too. It's just like the... Mm. I don't want to call it the... It's not really the silent treatment. It's the invisible treatment. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even there. Yeah. They're just like, please yell at me. Throw yeah. something at me. At least I know I'm still alive. Come on. Yeah. That got dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean. I know I'm, what you mean now. It's at this point that I believe he attacks Maxie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he it was. the job. I was surprised he had some good fighting skills, but you didn't you say Elvis oh, was a black? Was a black belt. Later. Yep. Yeah. Later. Oh, okay, yeah. so not yet. Not yeah. right at this point. He's just got some good fighting chops. He started, I believe, he started doing martial arts in the late sixties, uh, right Which after. Which that makes sense. When yeah. he was, right after he married Priscilla yeah. around that area, because. Yeah. Priscilla left him for uh, his karate instructor. But, well, well, here, well, here's the thing, though. If he grew up in, you know, not great neighborhoods, yeah, he probably he knew did how at to least, fight. He probably yeah. knew how to brawl, he, at least. Yeah. yeah. He probably actually did know how to fight dirty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is what? Dirty. Yeah. yeah. Four-letter word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of... Yeah, speaking of, we can go you know, do that for a bit. Ah... Adam and Eve, so the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any item at 50% off. And when you do, you get 10 free boredom-busting gifts such as six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Use our offer code MTTM. That's MTTM at checkout. Four-letter word. A&E has thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping at home is more enjoyable when you're shopping for sex toys. It's optional. So use adamandeve.com and use our offer code MTTM. Yeah, speaking of that offer, uh, we oh, used it. it. Yeah, yeah, we, we used, used it, it recently. Huh. We, we uh, I know we're serial oversharers. Oh, we're not going to go into what we bought, but okay. we did learn about the kit. Yeah. 
Uh, we got the six six free movies. Um, huh. Like oh. one of them's like a, about a reality show. Oh god! Yeah, I thought it was about cavemen, and I'm disappointed that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Uh, it's like it's a called, news... like, naked or something. Yeah, and the, no, it's it's naked. naked. Yeah, she she huh. was watching them last night. And I just keep hearing porn stars attempting to act. Oh god, it's so good. <laughs> it's like, oh lord, and she's over there. She's like, well, those are bolt-ons. Like, okay, it's just like, ooh, you waxed right before this oh, God, scene. That's yeah, gotta there's, hurt. There's a section of one, one poor lady. I I swear she got jo she Joss got a her reviews. right before the the scene. Because it is bright fucking red. Ooh. And, yeah, Kaz, I think as I'm standing here talking about, and it is. I'm looking, going, that's that's not happy. That's in. It's like she's she's selling it, but oof, I can't well, like, be comfortable. That, that, that probably hurts like fuck. Okay, mm. but yeah, it is like. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. And the kit. Uh, the kit, the, the three-piece kit that I was very curious about. Like, should we... No, should I, we mention it? Or should I we think, keep it as I a surprise? Think the, uh, I think the, uh, the I, listeners should uh, should find out for themselves. Yes. Uh, it's it's an interesting kit, I will say. Uh, unfortunately, one part of the kit we got, I think we got a bad one. It doesn't work. Yeah. But otherwise... It's a real interesting kit. Use that code. Go get go get some stuff and get those six oh, get the free six, spicy movies there. Oh spicy lord! Movies because you can critique them to your heart's yeah, which, desire. Which one? Which one was it that you watched? It was I watched uh, love, love, sex, and TV news. Love, sex, and TV news is My the one God. I watched. That's so dumb. <laughs> and I started watching Naked, but I stopped because I went to sleep. Yeah. So. <laughs> It is. They are I, I entertaining. Don't, I don't watch porn for any real good reason. No. I watch porn to make fun of it. We used to have hentai nights. Yeah, we? yeah. We were I, like I, the worst Japanese oh, hentai. Just maybe this like, could be You a... guys must watch Brad Jones. So oh, I, yeah, I've seen, I I did some of his stuff, yeah. Okay, because... Yeah, maybe this could be behind our, for our exclusive members, behind our patron wall. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I have no problems doing that. Nope. I have seen some things you should see. I've seen some things, man. It's some stuff. Okay, when I say that I've seen pretty much every Ace movie, I ain't just talking about regular Hollywood. <laughs> My eyebrows are loud right now. <laughs> just for the I record, just came just shy of doing three snaps in a Z formation just now. Oh. There we go. Anyway. <laughs> so back to the movie. But yes. yes. Back to the movie. Back to, back to wholesome good fun. Um, <laughs> well, by comparison. By comparison. Uh, yeah, so... We get six movies of handling. <laughs> <laughs> and light kisses on the cheek. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure uh, that is okay first. some Asian girl who gets finger cuffed. Let's continue. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so. That's uh, Elvis in the Army. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, where were we? <laughs> Dad found uh, out. Dad, oh, that's Dad right. found out. Dad found out. He eats up uh, Maxie Fields. Oh, okay, okay. Doesn't and finish the job, even though there's a big, heavy paperweight right there on the desk. Oh my Just God. grab it and thunk. Well, you look, said to. Yeah, it was, had like a statue of a lady on yeah. it. Yeah, like, well, that's going to be a smash his head in. Right yeah, there. yeah oh, I mean, you're oh, already man. slamming his wrist into the desk to right? get rid of the gun. I mean, yeah. you got yeah. you to gotta do it, yeah. No, the no. Michael's here saying, yeah, do them in. I bet That's you could probably crazy. pinpoint when this movie is supposed to take place, roughly. 
okay, well, that makes no sense, pinpoint roughly, but um, by the model phone, if somebody's an expert on phones, can you tell us yeah. what model phone this right, is? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look like a 1930s phone. I don't think it was. Like, no. I think it was supposed to be I don't know. modern day. And uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. if you're some kind of weird phone nut weirdo, please let us know. And if, yeah, if you want to take a look and maybe go, oh, well, they used this particular thing. So obviously it was from this decade. Let us know. Cause, oh yeah, my god, wait. That's a good idea. Wasn't Alaska added in like 49? Uh, uh, maybe. Well, Hawaii was in the 50s, so... Why it was 1953 that it was Okay, added. so if we just need to see a flag in this yeah. movie, if there's a flag. if we see a flag. Yeah, yeah. I don't Damn. think so. Yeah. Good, this is, good idea. Then you can tell by the, the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. isn't the best patriotic uh, no. movie. No, no. Um, no, but where were the, uh, yeah, where he, he beats him up. He beats him up and he gets yeah. Ronnie to leave and run away. Yeah. And uh, he, he is injured, uh, yeah. but he does get out and... Uh, Shark and his uh, his other accomplice. Oh, they corner him in the alley. They corner him in the alley. Uh, yeah, he runs away, and he ends up knocking one of the guys out. But Shark ends up uh, he does end up stabbing him in the arm. Yeah. Uh, a couple places actually. But as they're fighting, uh, Elvis has a an opportunity to turn the knife around, and he ends up killing Shark. Yeah. Ooh. He stabs yeah, him. Yeah, he, um... Shark had it coming. Yeah, he He did. gets the other guy, too. Yeah, I don't know if he... I don't think he killed him. I think he just knocked him out. Yeah, just enough yeah. to... But that's the thing, though, is when you're in a fight, if, you, if you're being attacked at the point, you have to assume that, you know, there's shod hand over shod foot over shod weaponry. Yep. And you have to assume some... It's not really that off to say, okay, maybe they have a pocket knife. Right. Or something, and yeah, you've got to take your opponent out, you know, and especially in a city like that. Plus, we already established earlier yeah. in the movie that uh, yeah. Shark carries that knife, knife. Yeah. carries a knife, it's not the first time he yeah. pulled it on Danny. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so Danny is injured, and he's running away, and he ends up trying to go home. Yeah. Um, Pop ain't yeah. having it. Nobody's yet. Pop ain't that having it. Not let him in the house. It's just, it's really sad. It's like he's is... got no one. Because I'm like wondering, yeah. is he in danger of dying? Where'd he get stabbed? And also, yeah. at this point, before, right before this time, he broke up with Nellie. Yeah. They were actually going to go to a church and see her pastor and talk about, like, the possibility of marriage. Getting married, yeah. And, and he breaks up with her because he's like, you don't want where I am. You don't want me where I am. Yeah. Where at I this point, right everything now. is basically, like, shit Which was kind of noble. It was like you. My yeah. life is pretty much going to hell, and I don't want to bring you with me. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So he uh, he ends up sort of just walking the streets bleeding, and that's when Ronnie shows up and pushes him in the car and yeah. just takes Let's off. Let's get you taken care of. Yeah. Um, takes off now. At first, I thought she eventually took him to Maine. Yeah. <laughs> if she drove to fucking Maine from she, Louisiana, has, I'm calling shenanigans. Yeah, she talks about how she grew up in Maine <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that she, uh, was, she had the legs of Maine. Yeah. Well, which that was, was that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, show me your legs, honey. Yeah. But legs it's still, of Maine, which which if they really were legs from Maine, would be covered in layers of flannel and like she'd have hiking boots on. That is a joke. In another movie that we are going to be watching. Yeah. I'm just putting it that way. Uh, that is a joke in one of the movies. It's in a um, 
There was a time where in a place that I worked, we used to have representatives come and they would give us gifts and tell mm -hmm. us about products that we were selling and help out. Sure. Yeah. And there were these two ladies that were from Maine and I love the Mainer. <laughs> like, yeah, if she's from Maine, I never heard her say, I up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, there, if you're, if you were like from like really, really far north, you almost sound Canadian because yep. pretty much you can look and see Canadian from your house. Yeah, can you get there from there? Canadia? Yeah, you could you could I see Can Canada. Yeah, I you could see Canada from house, but if I you're I stayed a few nights yeah. in a place called Starks, Maine, that yeah. had a population of forty-five. Yeah. I stayed Shit. a few nights there, and literally, if you threw a rock, there's a very good chance you might hit a Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. And we, st if you're in down east Maine, yeah, and it's the these ladies were from down east Maine, yeah, and they were the ones that were like they're from they're they're from off the beaten path. They're the ones that are like, tell, yeah, yeah. can't get them here. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, you know. Oh, hey, we came down to see you folks. We drove all the way down here. All the way down. Yeah, all the way down. We came down here. <laughs> they gave us blueberry-scented soap and cookies. Well, hey, okay, what a combination. And it's usually something like it does. Like, okay, let's, yeah. mm. like, let's give cookies. Oh, we got some cookies here. I made them myself. And like, and one of them goes, shoot, we took some of them. It's so hot. We left them on the dashboard and looked for you. <laughs> they were Damn. good, too. It's like, you know, you can do that. Yeah. I the soap did. Yeah. With, with the <laughs> There's, there's actually a parking lot near my work that yeah. gets no shade at all during yeah. the whole day. Jesus. I could put a pan of cookies yeah. on my dashboard yeah. and potentially have I ate, cookies. I ate those cookies. The cookies are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was a much different person then. I'm like, yeah, everybody wants a cookie. Give me a cookie. I'm fine. I'm still a guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, cookies, man. You just have to discipline yourself. Now. Yeah, true. True. You just flagellate. Just have to the whole plate. You're going to have one, maybe. Yeah. Flagellate and flatulate. It depends on the day. True. That depends on the day, of course, I am an American, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done quite well for myself. I haven't uh, wiped out all those uh, iced oatmeal cookies. I'm very surprised at this. I, uh, yeah, Good just a, like one or two a day, yeah. just kind of leave it be. Good for you. And then I take the cookie and the dog looks at me very upset, it's like, you didn't get me one? Yeah. Aww. He uh, likes oatmeal cookies. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Oh, raisins, people. And don't don't raisins, make raisins, raisins it's just, it. just iced oatmeal. No... no and, so, in this part, this is where, uh, uh, now I want cookies. Ronnie's in her hideaway. Yep, she uh, apparently uh, shows, uh, and she dragged like down that long ass box. He's like, yeah. she's stronger than she lets on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the legs men can do. <laughs> <laughs> they can push a lot. Uh, just, oh, I, you push a tractor. Winner. I just like how he kind of wakes up and his arm's all bandaged and he's like, what the fuck am I? Yeah. The hell? Yeah. And he just opens the door, and there's water, like directly. Yeah. As he opens the door. Wasn't this childhood home on the water? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was like wondering, oh my god, is he having a fever dream? Right. At first yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what you're supposed to think. Yeah. Until <laughs> we see her, <laughs> or, yeah. and then I'm like. I was just sitting there, just like if he's Maine, I'm calling shenanigans. Yeah, you don't get that's, to Maine that's that like fast. A, that's like a thirty-hour drive. Don't give me that. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's been asleep for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. he, yeah, he had the other kicked out of him. Yeah. So he, he walks up, uh, you know, on the border, on the boardwalk, and uh, he sees Ronnie, and she's kind of got like a picnic. On this little side dock yeah. off of the pier yeah. that the house is off of. I also want to point out she's wearing pants. I just yep. want to point out she is wearing pants, it's, uh, especially during the time. That's actually a good thing to point out, yeah. Fun little bit of trivia. Yeah. During this scene, when they were filming this, mm -hmm. she was sick as hell. Was she? She oh. had the flu. Oh, yeah. you're Thing. Yeah, is she and this was like the, I don't I know if they filmed the whole movie in in sequence, but this was like on. the last bit that they filmed. Okay. And she didn't want Elvis to kiss her. She's like, if you kiss me, you're gonna get sick. He said, I don't care. 
They kissed anyway, and then he immediately went off to the army. Oh. Because they pushed off. They pushed right. off his um, his deployment deployment for sixty, so he could finish this movie before yeah. he went into the army. Did he bring the flu to the army? He probably did. Maybe. He brought yeah. the flu to Germany. This is yeah. why Germany has the flu. <laughs> really? Because of Elvis. Damn it! You're just making shit up. I'm making shit up. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, see, I know that I know that she had the flu. I know they kissed, and I know he went to the army right after. Whether he got sick or not, I don't know. I hope they zapped yeah. his ass with vitamin C. Probably like a yeah. lot of vitamin C. Just fight I mean, it off. Before you travel overseas, yeah. right? Before you travel overseas, you got to get all sorts of. Yeah, but they didn't have a flu right? vaccine at that point. No, not no, not for shots and stuff. Oh yeah, it yeah. depends on where you're going. Yeah, he went to Germany. He didn't go to like um, yeah. he didn't go to Australia or Africa or yeah. Tanzania or yeah. If you're if you're in an area that's exposed to a a vir a virus or an illness that could kill one of us, yeah, that's like the whole world yeah, right now. Ebola. You, well, yeah. Ebola. Yeah. yeah, or yeah, Ebola or something like, or, or you're going to be in, or you're going to be exposed. You're going to need a ton of shots. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, like when we went to Italy, we didn't need that. They're no, like, I'm pretty sure Germany... The doctors like, oh, fine, just go, go, have fun, go, eat for us, go. I don't think there's anything in Germany other than the shit we already have. So. No, no, Italy, you know, Germany... We're talking 58 years ago. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, even there wasn't really anything. You had no. to bring up Germany and shit. Hey, ah! like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Hey, you got to go German. <laughs> German shows my. If you were in a German shows a video, you can tell them, right? <laughs> I said some old school stuff. That's, South Park. That's um, season one. Yeah. Wow, but, uh, I about that. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, they yeah. have a, they have a, a yeah. nice discussion. She's really happy. She's she, sober. She's wearing light colors. She's got a smile, smile on her face for the first time in ever. And because it's the 50s, the, the reformed villainous can't have a happy ending. Mm. God damn it, the 50s. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. in the distance you see uh, what looks like Dummy and yeah. Maxi Field show up. Yeah. They pull up in this massive like tanker truck of a car. Yeah, and that's where it said, you know the movie's good when you get the two of us talking on the screen. Right. And I went, oh god, no, get the hell out of there. Oh, come on. Fuck. on. It's like, yeah. I, guess, I guess here there is Maxie. Yeah. Like, here there's Maxie. It's just like, no, he knows. No, he yeah. Knows. And so they see him and they try to run, and Maxie pulls a gun and shoots her and it hits her in the back. Dummy tried to save her. Yes, Dummy, Dummy tried, tried to save her, but he Dummy, wasn't fast enough. But he, well, he couldn't yell. Right. Mm -hmm. He's mute. But Dummy sorta. did push him in the water and they wrestled for the gun and the gun went off again, and Maxie dies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dummy is in the water because he killed Maxie. But he's okay. But he's okay. Dummy's fine. Yeah. But um, uh, Danny is holding uh, oh. holding uh, uh, and she Ronnie. Ronnie as and she, she dies. She has an overly dramatic, although not that bad, yeah. dramatic death. Right. I didn't think this was that bad. No. I, mean, I felt really super sad. I was kind of surprised. That yeah. I was just died. like, what? Well, I mean, it's the 50s. She was a villain. Yeah. Whether she wanted to be or not was immaterial. She was a villain. She was playing the femme, femme fatale for a good chunk of this. Yeah. And because it's the 50s and the whole, like, moral, you know, bullshit that they had, the former, the reformed villain can't have a happy ending. No. So that's why, that's why Ronnie couldn't live. She was always a broken character, and she was yeah. meant to be a broken character. Yeah. Her, yeah, her ending was not going to be happy, regardless yeah. of it anything. Was, and it was, yeah. It made me upset, though. I was like, oh, come on, just... I just actually realized the next scene where he's back at the King Creole and everybody's there watching him. I think Dummy's one of the waiters. He might be. Oh, that's yeah, so I think it's I like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm going through that scene in my mind and just... 
It, it is a happy ending for most part. To a certain, yeah. to a certain. Well, you yeah. realize that the last song he sings was yeah. her song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was kind of yeah. thinking they were that because Nelly comes up to him and I was like, is she supposed to be the consolation prize girl? Yeah, she kind of is. Yeah. And she kind of is. I'll wait for you, Danny. But Danny isn't really having it. He's like, not right now. He's can't not do ready. this. He's not ready. So I was kind of surprised by that, too. He's pretty broken, too. He's, yeah. yeah. He needs some time Which to more respectable. Himself. Yeah, he's not being, he's not lying about it. He's not stringing her along. He's yeah. definitely telling her flat out, look, I can't do this right now. Yeah. I wonder if she knows that because he's another lady. I think she knows. I think it was, uh, that wasn't an her. exclusive thing. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. sure. Like, people not into, you know, monogamous dating back then or something? Were you they, could like, have more suitors. If, yeah. Unless you were, like, essentially pinned, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, going, like, yeah. going steady. Going steady. to give you his pin. You can date. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> she knew he wasn't really seeing any other women. Hmm. But I think, I think she knew that there was another woman. Hmm. Because I don't think he hid that from her. Not really. No. And, you know, the way the town is, well, I think, I think everybody knew. Yeah. Also, and also, Maxie's dead. You know, on the other so most of the businesses are probably solved. You see Charlie Grand finally maybe took over some of them. Oh, definitely. You could yeah. definitely tell that there was an air of, uh... Yeah. Of, like... Lightness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that there wasn't someone who It wasn't was, as heavy. Right, there wasn't yeah. somebody who was, uh... Pulled the dragging everybody down anymore. Mm. Uh, which is why they said uh, his indefinite return, I believe, was yeah. on the posters. I'm sure yeah. Freenina was not, not terribly pleased. She was like, I can't do my banana dance anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that banana dance, thank you. I wonder why she's on the cover image when we went to rent it on, like... Um, yeah, it's like... She's in it for, like, three minutes? One song number. And she complains about it because they, they were telling me to put it back on. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Leave it on! <laughs> Give up to him, they're not gonna see me. <laughs> the, the audience is mostly women, they're not for me. <laughs> yeah, basically the movie ends with him going out and singing a song, and his yeah. father watches him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was always nice. That was really, really, yep. really nice. I. A good pick. Yeah. Really, really good pick. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought it yeah. would. Yeah. The, the musical numbers I got a little kind of eh And with, honestly, it's an Because I'm just that way about musicals. There are Elvis, the Elvis movies. It's you gonna, are going to be a little eh of music. I am yeah. sorry. I apologize in advance. See, I'm, I'm just I'm this picky is not random like a musical. See, and I'm picky when it comes to musicals. Wait like, to the next one. <laughs> oh, oh God. not straight up musical? Yeah. It's not a straight up musical. There's There's... All Elvis movies kind of follow a, a formula mm. where the music numbers are mostly for a reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, occasionally he will just kind of force into song to, to stay yeah. or something yeah. like that. There's usually a reason for the singing, but... Well, that, that I can handle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, yeah. the crawfish song was I object to the movie. Yeah. He was actually singing to the woman you know, yeah. on the street, so... Okay. That, that I can handle. It, it wasn't just like a Zanzibar. Everyone sings and dances. Oh, we, so we've had, we've had uh, what was it? Rehearsals every Tuesday. Didn't you see the songs? I also yeah. want to point out that these, these types of quote-unquote musicals are not full ensemble cast singing together. It's no. just right. else songs usually singing. Occasionally there is someone else in it, a duet or they have their own song, which Anne Margaret has her own um, when we get to Viva Las Vegas. Um, because she was also a singer sex symbol in that time frame. Cool. All right. So, yeah. Alright, so I think we move over to Fantasy Coast. We move yeah. to Fantasy Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. We have 41 Media. Which is, which is growing. Uh, we have had a couple new uh, 
a couple of new shows and a couple of new uh, streamers. Uh, go and yeah. check out the site. Yeah, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that, so why don't we go ahead and we get first. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will all Always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much and back to the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. I'm not dignifying this. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of it this month. Come on, pretty That was entirely uh, unplanned, too. Come hey, on. baby. <laughs> Wait, come on, pretty much. That's, that's more Johnny Bravo. <laughs> well, Where mean, do you think he got it yeah, from? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know he's based on. <laughs> yeah. Again, pop culture <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Elvis yes. was... He was a blonde. He was blonde. born a blonde. He was also a twin. Oh, yeah. His yeah. brother Jesse died at birth. There was yeah. like a movie about that premise. Oh, my God. It's a Christian movie. I watched it. Okay? <laughs> if it had to do with Elvis, I watched it. I watched a lot of terrible movies. I did watch Bubba Hip. I watched 3,000 Miles of Graceland. I have no, which I, I, no idea which one's good or bad. And, and yeah. In the last couple of days, we've learned a lot more TV shows that oh, involved yeah, him than you, than so you realize. Oh, yeah, so many TV shows. Look up on Wikipedia. I have a whole section mm-hmm. devoted to Elsa. We'll be covering one of those on TV Time Machine. Yeah. Series, but, uh, we'll leave that later. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going not gonna to do a spoiler on that just yet, but it's, uh, it's going to be entertaining. Oh, but, right. yeah, how, how did he dye his eyebrows? Does, is their eyebrow dye? Yeah, well, it's not necessarily dye, but it's just, like, Eyebrow liner. It's just like eyeliner. You just kind of fill it in. Oh, okay. So I'm picturing his, his eyebrows look dark. Yeah. He wasn't platinum blonde. Oh. He wasn't like, you know, white blonde hair. Yeah, he, he was dirty blonde. Yeah. And sometimes, um, sometimes if you're blonde, like your eyebrows will be a darker color. Funnily yeah. enough, there is a movie where Elvis plays two parts. He plays himself and he plays uh, his cousin. Mm-hmm. And the cousin in it is blonde. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say he was the cousin that had the goatee. No facial hair. Uh, other than the mutton chops, no facial hair for Elvis. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. I, I have one for fantasy casting, and I just I alluded okay. to it earlier. If you don't know, if I go, go for it. Just to place it by somebody who is not quite a singer, but has a very similar Elvis like attitude. Uh, Henry. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just because Henry Winkler is one of my heroes, I hope to meet sometime. Oh, he's, he seems like such a cool dude. Yeah, I hope to meet him at some point. But Although don't say, he does get freaked out by cosplayers. I will yeah. tell that story in another time. Yeah. <laughs> the, remember that story? Yes. <laughs> there, so I'm going to roll with it. Let's see what happens. Okay, what do we got? We got 23. 23. Nice. So does a motorcycle get involved? Uh, well, no, because actually Henry Winkler did, could not ride a motorcycle. What? But yeah. Elvis could. Yes. Oh. Winkler could not ride a motorcycle, and it's if you watch the, uh, the sequences of Happy Days of most of the opening title credits, yeah. there's a scene where he rides the motorcycle and it suddenly pauses. Oh, it's yeah, It's because yeah, yeah. he rode the motorcycle and he he just came very close to crashing it. Oh, gosh. That's why every time you see him with a motorcycle, he's just laying on it. 
Yeah. And he goes, when you notice him, he's not doing it. He only wrote it once in reality. He's also not a very tall man, so he's that's not, not surprising. No, he's not. No, but I, I have this thing where I hope to meet Henry Winkler at one point. He, I really, really do. I you just, want him he, to wink at you? <laughs> I mean, he was a very, for more reasons than one, he was a very, very, very big influence in early life. Oh, you said you were a bit, you were like super big into Happy Days, so I'm oh, sure. Oh, I was. You know, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Please tell was, me you didn't watch Johnny Loves Chachi. Oh, I hate that fucking show. Thank you. No, Sucks. no, because because Scott Baio was freaking Fuck awful. Scott Baio. Uh, he Scott is Bayo. a fucking Doesn't awful person. Yes, he is. And um, uh, and Aaron unfortunately had a very awful life after that, but mm, yeah, uh, it's yeah, but all the others ended up okay. But it's still, I just Winkler had a very, very big influence on me when I was very young, and I just want to thank him for it. But I think for this movie, I just think he would play a lot of it. But he like the scene where he walks in the five and dime playing Love Doll. Yeah. The only change is <laughs> that he would be singing is he would be talking to people. Probably, yeah. And here and then just do the elbow to the do the elbow to the jukebox. Yeah. And just yep. start talking while everybody's stealing. Like, how are you yeah. doing, lovely sweet cheeks? How are you? Oh! And just, I... He's also the oldest uh, yeah. teenager you ever see. Yes, he, he was. was. a 36-year-old teenager. <laughs> yeah, the greatest 35-year-old, 15-year-old ever. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, like, why, why does this teenager have grays? If you want to watch something really fun with Henry, uh, Henry Winkler, it's Henry Winkler, um, uh, Captain Burke, William, William Shatner, uh, Terry Bradshaw, and I, oh, I miss, um, it, the show is called Better Late Than Never. It yeah. uh, came out in 2016. Uh, it's basically four dudes, four old older dudes, go to, uh, you ever seen Idiot Abroad? Heard of Idiot Abroad? Yes. They go to Asia, the yeah. first one, and they basically just explore and they try to you know live out like new experiences yeah it is hysterical it's basically an american version if you've ever seen the original british top gear yep not not the stupid ass american one the British one with uh jeremy clarkson and james may and yeah. Rich Hammond. They, they have the same kind of chemistry amongst themselves that the three of them do in top gear i was also oh. forgetting george foreman and george foreman yes, yes. they have the same I kind of chemistry those. between the four of them that the three do on on top gear and it's that same kind of humor yeah funnily enough it was called uh, it's originally a south korean show yeah of course uh, it, was. Yeah. it was called grandpa's over flowers which yeah. if anybody who watched any type of can, uh, TV shows and stuff. Flower boys are like the pretty boys. So like old the grandpas shows. who. Yes, in Chan, it would yeah. be kind of bishy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, though it's it's a there's, fun show. Take a look. There's it's honestly there's honestly a lot of American TV that is based on Korean stuff. Like yeah. The Masked Singer. Yeah. That was Korean first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so was um yeah. uh the show The Good Doctor. Yeah, yeah that's Korean too. Yeah. Everybody right. get in front of us together. Um, I can't really. Think I of... don't because well, if we, if we switch out Nelly for Grace Kelly, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. Because she looks awful. Yeah. And I don't think know, anything would change. And as we know, being... Joss has a type. I do have a type. Yeah. Absolutely do. That. that wow. What do we got? Uh, yeah, that's almost, almost a forty-five. A 40. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Holy shit! That would be. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just because we have to try to fit in somewhere. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> who would he be? Maxie Fields. Oh my yeah. God. 
Yeah. What if Quentin Tarantino directed this? Quentin Tarantino directing Christopher Walken as Maxie Fields. The the music wouldn't get him. I'm glad you said who it was. Uh, I'm glad you said who it was. You might not know who it is. This this could be someone's friend. They may not know that Christopher Walken is our patron. Uh, uh, Ronnie, you need to go and seduce that guy. <laughs> so bad. I have Look, a... I'll go ahead. I'll fill it all later. <laughs> My accent is terrible. Go ahead, but... You don't uh, want to go ahead with me. <laughs> if you do, I'll fields. stab you in the face with a salad guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. You want some champagne? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you really said? Uh, as, as the, the oh, as, as the, the uh, uh, continental, the continental from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, no, it's a nineteen. Damn it, fucker! The the dice are against. Uh, Hell with it, I'm rolling for. It. <laughs> <laughs> The dice, oh, right. the, dice really don't the dice are against Chris Walken in this movie. Though, to be fair, that probably would cheat it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. let's face it, Chris uh, Walken's a dancer, not a singer. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, and Elvis was not a dancer. Not no. at all. You no. will not see him dance other than, like, Just weird twitching. The twitching you will see, and occasionally, like, um. What's he doing with his hand? There will be a song. He was, uh, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do with hands. I see that. What do I do with my hands? Exactly. <laughs> you know in, in the City of Heroes when you revive and you get the drunk walk? Yes. <laughs> like walk one hand out. One hand there. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, walk. There, There is going to be a song that is in a movie that we are going to seeing where there is a dance number. He ain't dancing. <laughs> He's eight. No. Is it right. Right. And I, hate, I hate that I know the song really well, but the name of the song is Duplam. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance. This is your boy. I apologize. I apologize in advance. It sounds kinky. um, The movie that I'm referring to has a lot of strange plot in it. This is one of the movies for the month? This is one of the movies for the month. Okay. (laughs) Let me just put it to you this way. There's a striptease. Everybody ends in jail. Um, (laughs) uh, There's a song called Wolf Call. I'm not going to be further than that. But yeah, that's that's coming up. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So what is next week? Uh, next week we'll be delving into um, Elvis's kind of love for Hawaii. We're going to be oh. to Hawaii. All right. Does he do any surfing? Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh, surfing. Did he know how to? He knew how to surf. No. Oh. Is it all green? <laughs> he's, no. He's just kind of laying on a board. Oh, so he doesn't actually surf. That's about uh, as far as I learned to surf. But his friends surf. Ah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. There's a. It's it's, it's a. Oh. <laughs> Oh well, I can't wait for it. This this is gonna be really interesting. Any special reason for picking it? Um, basically, I tried to find things throughout each kind of section of his mm. life. Um, Good the idea. first one was when he actually tried to take um, acting se- seriously. Serious actor. Time. Um, Blue Hawaii was one of the movies that he made directly after he got out of the army. So it was kind of like his downtime. So it's a very like chillax type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we are there. After this, we'll be uh, going into the Las Vegas for obvious reasons. It kind of started his yeah. whole uh, his whole thing with Vegas, but not like you think. Um, it all stars Anne Margaret, who again was like a sex symbol at the time. She was also a singer, and it was a big deal. After that, we're going to be watching. The only reason I picked it is because it's my favorite movie. Um, it's called Gravity. Uh-huh. I'm not going further than that. And we will be ending them up with uh, the movie, the last movie he ever made. Uh, the name of it is Change of Habit. And 
I had to buy the DVD because it doesn't stream anywhere and I don't know why because it's starring Mary Tyler Moore. Mm. So, uh, it's, pro it's probably caught in, uh, in copyright hell. It's, it's kind of yeah. Bowie. Um, mm. But uh, all in all, Elvis actually made 31 movies. Shit. And wow. He made 31 movies in uh, 13 years. And this was the longest by far, the one we watched today, yeah. just shy of two hours. Yeah. This was the yeah. longest Elvis movie ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty much it for now. Um, I'm glad you guys liked it, and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, so, Nick, you want to us off? All right, be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good. Crawfish. Crawfish.